What's up, guys? This is Chandler from Out of the Cave Media coming at you live for episode 66 of the Almost Daily Show. And we have a super special episode today. But let's also introduce Dave. Who are you, Dave? What's up, guys? This is the Dave Picardi. <laughs> and then our additional special guest today for Hot Seat Thursday is a new segment we're going to do where we basically talk to anybody who wants to talk to us. And we troubleshoot some problems and then have a lot of fun and entertain people. So we got, without further ado, we've got Joe Morris from Only CrossFit with us today. What's going on? What's up, Joe? How much? This is, this is, um, is going to be a cool show. Very special guest today. And uh, we're actually excited to kind of hear about uh, how the business is going, how the marketing is going in it. And um, yeah, then getting a next step, right? Getting your role in uh, driving leads. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So without further ado, let's uh, let's talk to Joe. Joe, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're at and what you're doing. Yeah, so we opened the gym back in October of 2015, so it's been just just over two years now. Um, I mean, things are going good. We're growing. Uh, We're in a small town. We've only got 10,000 people, small farming community. Um, So growth has been a little bit slow, um, but not you know not terrible. We're we're doing okay. We're turning a profit. Um, you know, I'm starting just now starting to get, you know, paid what I, you know, want to get paid. Um, so we're doing overall, we're doing pretty good. Very cool. Uh, you just said something that I think is, is going to really set the tone for this. You're in a town of 10,000 people. Mm -hmm. So anyone that's listening to the show, that's not a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) This is a lot. (laughs) And this is a little, yeah, that's what it is. I think it's super important. Like, like talk, tell us about that. Like, so being in a small town, what's that dynamic look like? What was, uh, you know, before you started working with us and we'll kind of get into that, but you know, what was it like trying to get uh, your name out there and grow the business and, and you know, what, what's a small community? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, there's, there's pros and cons for sure. So like some of the pros is, the town is small, so anytime something new comes in, like we're the first CrossFit gym ever to come here. Um, so immediately, you know, people talk and they're, you know, talking about the new gym that's opening up. And um, so that's a good thing because it doesn't, there's so few people, it's not hard to actually get people to know that you're actually there. Um, and then the uh, one of the bad things, I guess, it can be good or bad, kind of depending. Um, so because the town's small, everybody knows each other. So, you know, the same families have been here for 200 years. So like there's (laughs) some last, there's some last names where like people are like, Oh yeah, I know them. And then there's other last names where people are like, Ooh, I know them. Um, so like you kind of have to deal with the small town politics and, you know, certain people's opinions of you are going to, you know, push their friends and their, you know, people that they influence one way or the other. So if they say something good about you, it's good. If they say something bad about you, you know, you may never have a chance to even talk to those people. Um, So just just that kind of stuff is, is, uh, is, is what we're kind of trying to work against with trying to get out there to everybody and talk to a bunch of different people. And, um, you know, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I grew up in a small town like that. We had 2,500 people. Everybody knew who you were. Everybody knew what you were doing. Everybody knew not only you, but your entire family's reputation. And so it's, it's when you talk about these small communities, it's incredibly important to get people thinking of you in the right way, especially if you're not necessarily like immediately from that community or if you're kind of an indifferent person, because they will remember forever. 
whatever happens. And so if we have a business or a brand, the stronger you build that, the more likely it is you control that whole community. Right. Yeah. So I had a clean slate because I'm from San Diego originally. Um, so, I mean, I've, I've only lived here as long as the business has been here. So, I, so I, everybody knows me and there's not really a whole, I mean, my wife's family's from here. Um, but, uh, but they're one of the good, they're one of the good ones. So, <laughs> the right so side luckily, of luckily I married the right, you know, last <laughs> you, name. Congratulations. Uh, you can, right? <laughs> Imagine so we're if good you moved there. to town. Imagine if you moved to town and then you were like, oh no, no one likes <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do to me? What did just move? <laughs> yeah, no, what did just move? Oh, that that'd be funny. But I think I think it really like sets the tone for the smaller. Like w- when people are in bigger markets, people can make mistakes all day long, reinvent themselves, and and come out firing again and try something different. And you see that in our industry everywhere, right? Different marketing strategies, different ads. We're gonna change how we run the business, whatever it is in a small town, but you don't have that opportunity. You have to get it right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's it. And everybody remembers everything and everybody knows everything. So the better the things they know about you and the more likely that they are to see you, the more likely it is you're going to be the one to go to. And it's weird how small towns work. If you're the business that everybody goes to, you will be the business that's successful and you will be the one that survives. If you're the one that nobody really likes or or doesn't have the right last name, then all of a sudden nobody wants to be involved in it. It's it's funny. We all we used to call it like the good old boy syndrome. Back when I was in when where I grew up, it was it was just like that. It was like Friday night lights. If you played football, you could do anything you want. You didn't have to study. No, that there's definitely some of that going on here for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have uh, liked a town like that. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it is. It's awesome yeah. here. I mean, like it takes me five minutes to get anywhere. So, you know, like if one of my kids is waiting on me, it's like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there in five minutes. Don't worry about it. Just, just hang out. So, you know, that kind of stuff is cool. And then, um, you know, every time I go to Walmart, I see one of my clients there, you know, just that kind of stuff is really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Keeps that relationship motoring and humming along. So talk to us a little bit about kind of how your business has evolved from where you started to where you started, like working on marketing to where you are now. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we started out kind of slow and, you know, I really wasn't sure what to do as far as marketing and and all that stuff. So it was kind of like open up the doors, get a few clients and then try and, you know, get some referrals and grow it from there. Um, and then, uh, I mean, that was good. And then, you know, I've been a member of the two brain group for, since I, since I opened. Um, so just using their philosophy and, you know, just, just doing the stuff that, that they preach and, uh, you know, just growing it from there and try really the big thing is really, I was trying to be patient because I knew the way that I kind of knew how the market was going to be with the small town and people mm-hmm. aren't, you know, really open to change all that much. Um, so really the, the, my biggest thing is I just been trying to be patient with putting all this stuff into practice and just waiting, you know, it's going to build, it's going to build. And I mean, we've been moving in the right direction since day one. So even though it may not be as fast as I would have wanted, it's still, still moving in the right direction. So I'm happy with, with what's going on. Yeah, that's key. And uh, talk to us a little bit about how you work to, to build your brand up and to develop kind of that presence that does give you that differentiation after you started realizing like you're in the long game, but then what do we do? Yeah. So, I mean, it's just little things like, um, you know, going to the, the health fairs, um, being in the Christmas parade, uh, you know, stuff that like a good portion of the town is going to go to just 
just doing that kind of stuff and then, you know, putting out the content and making sure it's getting shared and different people are seeing it. Um, you know, talking to other business, you know, local business owners or going into the banks and, you know, talking to the, the HR representatives of the hospital and the bank and that kind of stuff. And just really just getting it out there to, to as many people as I can. Yeah, that's huge. So in a small town like that, you know, like, like when you're getting out, is there a chamber of commerce? Is there, you know, how involved are you in the local town? I know something that you had said is you wanted to be the mayor at some point. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was a member of the Chamber of Commerce for the first two years that we were here, and I actually didn't renew my membership um, this year. Just And it was, more, it was more of me and less of them because of the services that they kind of offer. I wasn't taking full advantage of it, and it's just because it wasn't high on my priority list. So nothing against the chamber here. The chamber's great here. I mean, the lady that runs it is really, you know, in, she's really involved in the community and getting word out there and things like that. It was just, for me, it was like one more thing that I had to do on a, on a weekly, monthly basis. So I just, so it was more me than, than them. Um, but other than that, yeah, I've given uh, talks in front of the Rotary Clubs um, and then, you know, talk in front of the chamber when I was a member. So, yeah, just things like that. Just as, as often as I can get in front of people, I try to. Yeah, very good. I like it. So let's fast forward to where you're at right now. Where What are we doing right now? And then let's troubleshoot a problem. Yeah, so the biggest thing we've been working on um, that you guys got me up and running with was the marketing stuff. You know, getting content out there daily and, um, you know, figuring out our voice as, you know, as a brand and, you know, the different voices of, you know, the staff members and the coaches. Um, so that's been the biggest thing is coming up with a plan. Cause that's what I didn't have before. I mean, I was doing content before I got in touch with you guys. It was just unorganized kind of scattered and I didn't have a real long-term plan. Uh, so that's where you guys kind of came in and helped me figure out that plan. And, uh, I mean, now it's been going on for, I think we're on week six right now. And it's like, it's, it's like a well-oiled machine. I mean, the videos are uploaded days in advance. Subtitles are in there, you know, uh, they're scheduled to post. So I don't even have to touch it anymore. And, uh, so as long as I keep up with that, I think we're, we're doing, you know, heading in the right direction. Yeah. You guys even have a podcast now, which is exciting. Well, yeah. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> so you talked, right, to, you talked about the voice. Tell, tell me about like what the voice means to you and how you, you really start to understand what it is. A lot of people don't really get what the voice means in terms right. of like, your own voice. Yeah. So like, uh, you know, that first call that we had with you guys where the whole staff was there where you guys were kind of identifying our strengths and the things that we enjoy talking about. Uh, so each staff member has their thing. Like, you know, my thing, I like talking about leadership. I was in the Marine Corps for 12 years, so it just comes naturally to me. Um, one of the other, one of the other coaches, uh, Marine Corps birthdays tomorrow too. Ooh, yeah. That's right. exciting. Yeah, there we go. Don't forget about that. Um, wow. and, <laughs> and then, uh, my, you know, my two coaches, one of them is, uh, he's like, he's almost like Dave Asprey where he just kind of does experiments on himself all the time. So he talks a little bit about this weird stuff that he's learning about this week. Um, and then, uh, my happiness coordinator is just a lady that, you know, sends out thank you letters and, you know, tells people good job on PR, things like that. She does a thing. It's called, uh, if I can do it, you can do it because she's down, you know, 50 pounds and, you know, she's in her, um, she's in her early forties and she's got some knee issues. And so she shows people that like, Hey, you can do this because I can do it. So, um, so yeah, everybody's kind of, and we're really now that it's been going on for over a month, people are really settling into what they want to talk about, where it's not like, 
it's hard to come up with a topic. It's actually like super easy now because we've kind of, you know, hit a groove and everybody's just really involved with their specific thing. Um, so it's easy to talk about now. That's super cool, right? Like having an actual plan and, you know, knowing that it's not like random, like I just know I have to post, you know, I'm, right. you know, which is, I think we've all fallen into that. You know, at one point, yeah, I, I, Jim was putting out so much content and you'd see it and you'd go like, how is this not converting? You know? And then now we actually, as part of the software we have, um, we're able to like, you know, see how all the other gyms in our area, we can see all their social profiles and see what they're doing for posting. And, and, and I know this is what uh, the numbers are going to start to really show for you is they're posting lots of stuff, but we get all the engagement. Right. You know, and that's the key, you know, and, and it's not just about posting. So having that plan and especially in a small town, um, it's just setting you up for the win. Right. That's huge. And then people recognize you. You're not just the guy teaching people how to do keeping pull-ups in every video or how to do a 900 pound thruster. You're showcasing like who's in your gym and the people inside and why it's not scary and all that stuff. And I think people get afraid of the guy with a nipple tank throwing a barbell against a wall, but then they see real people like your happiness coordinator. And they're like, Oh, I could actually do that. That's, that's totally me, mm-hmm. which is what we want. And that's that voice and that brand and that identity. And we always tell people your, your name can be anything. What matters is your brand and your identity and the identity behind that brand. Right. Yeah. It's funny. Cause you talk about engagement. Cause like, uh, so I think sometimes people are still a little intimidated to engage on the actual business page, but Uh, like, so like the the happiness coordinator, her video went out yesterday and she shared it to her personal page and like, she's blowing up with comments and people talking to her about it. And I, you know, I just go through and and read it and it's pretty cool, um, to see people are actually engaging with, you know, the different things we're putting out. Yeah. That's awesome. cool. Yeah. And it takes time, right? It's, and this is, this is, um, where everybody, you know, it's a struggle, right? It's, uh, put, you know, I got to put content out. Well, if you put out good content and the key is, is the content's about engaging and communicating with your current community. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's about sharing it with former and potential clients and letting them, you know, kind of come into the fold of your story and your community. So it's, you know, over time, it gets stronger and stronger and stronger, uh, which probably is going to bring us to, you know, maybe the hot seat thing today where now how do we actually get them engaged and how do we get them into the gym? Right. Yeah, which is exciting. Yeah. And there's, yeah. there's this concept, and I, I think uh, Two Brain talks about it. It's where you basically build your gym from the inside out. You use your members right. to kind of leverage it. And so we do with a lot of this content. They see that stuff, and they appreciate it, and they love it, and they want to share it, and they want to talk about it. And then you get not only your staff, but you get raving fans that are inside your gym sharing everything to the community, and that everybody notices it in their communities. And now we build this viral platform where everybody's excited for what you're putting out. Yep. All right. So let's talk about, let's, let's troubleshoot a problem. So tell us what we can help you with and how we can work through it. Yeah. So, I mean, the, you know, the engagement's great and building the audience. And I mean, I know there's a ton of value in that, you know, cause you're getting in front of more people and more people are seeing your videos. Um, but you know, a lot of times too, when you think about it, it's some, there's some vanity involved where you're like, you're looking at your competition. You're like, Oh, I'm blowing them out of the water with engagement. But then it's like, but if you're not getting any clients, new clients or, you know, you know, your clients bringing in people or people just coming in on their own, you know, how do we, I guess, bridge that gap between all this stuff that we're putting out to our audience? How do we, you know, turn that into, you know, new clients? Yeah, which is perfect. 
So I think what your next step is, is we, we got that audience, we got an audience set up and we've got an audience off of people who are actually watching and paying attention to your content. So what we want to do is use that audience and leverage it to run a call to action that is basically going in conjunction with all that content. So that way you have people who are paying attention to your stuff and who really care about your stuff actually watching it. And so we, we generally create an audience that's like a, like a lookalike audience. And some people think lookalike is this magical thing that will automatically convert. But a lookalike is just an audience that looks like what your list is or people who are following your page. And so we take that, we, continue, we engage them with all of our content, and then we pull out people who are watching like 25, 50, 75% of the video, and we run those call to actions. Then we refresh the audience every month so we can consistently get all those new people who are flowing through. And I think that's the first step in terms of like social to get that excited. Yeah, the big thing is it, it, if you're not actually taking that audience that you're nurturing and you didn't nurture them, then it's, it's cold leads. And we see that with a lot of the Facebook ad stuff that's going is, you know, a call to action is not just a Facebook ad, which, you know, a thousand people see and, and 20 people click on and five people actually register for. Like that's not, you want to make sure you take the thousand people that are seeing it and nurture them, right? Which is what you're doing. Uh, then when you do a call to action, it should be around like maybe time of the year, kind of what's going on in your gym, built around the segments that you're putting out. Like if you're actually breaking down weight loss and something, it could, a call to action could be a quick video saying, Hey, you know, if, you know, I'm sure you've been watching these videos. Um, you know, if you need help with weight loss, this is what we can do for you. Just, you know, comment below or private message me or click on the link to come in, but you just, or go engage with them in their social and talk to them. You know, if they've liked your com, your stuff, they've shared it, uh, they've commented on it talk to them right it's just like they walked in the door you know so go in there get a conversation going and then offer help right if you want help i'm here call to action yeah and what's cool about retargeting people who watch your videos and who pay attention to your content is they're already familiar with it so now it's not a cold audience like a challenge would bring you it's a warm audience who already cares about what you're doing and then you can get real crafty with it you can say like have your happiness coordinator be like, Hey, you've been watching all my stuff. You've been following my story. If I can do this, you can too. Click the button below and let's get started today. And uh, they're much more likely to convert because we have familiarity with that already. It's not trying to catch their attention. Like the, the terrible marketers do where they open it up and they're jumping on the screen and trying to grab your attention. Cause you don't care about them. This is actually, they already know you, they care about you. They've been watching your stuff and they're more likely to actually click the link, follow to where they need to opt in to go to your, no sweat intro and all that good stuff. Yeah. And I guess uh, one thing too, that I noticed, I just thought about was the, you know, adding captions to the videos, especially on Facebook. Um, just looking at the analytics that you guys went over with me the other day, it's like the videos they're watching it way longer because of the subtitles. So, and I mean, I've, I've heard people say that for, you know, it's been a big thing for what, like a year now they've been talking, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the yeah. big marketers and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I just started doing it and it's like, People are actually sitting there watching the videos on silent, but they're reading them. So that's right. Well, it's huge because you only get like three percent, you know, open rate if it's not sub like subtitled. Right? So as soon as it's right. as soon as those subtitles are there, everybody's watching them, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, it's it's definitely big. And something else to kind of touch on that is, you know, there's so many things to do with social, and I think this is the big part of having a plan is. Let's actually come up with a plan. Let's build it around the people and the personalities and the specialties and 
and figure out a long-term storyline. Let's do all these things first. Let's get it rolling. And then let's start adding in like the biggest bangs for the buck. Like, you know, it wasn't like day one. Here is all the stuff you have to do, Joe. Get it all done. Right? Like, because then it's overwhelming. Yeah. And then you're dropping the ball on the important stuff. Yeah. And that, I mean, the first thing I did, you know, as soon as I got off the phone with you guys, the first thing I did was I just wrote out the whole process. So, like, I was taking notes while you guys were talking. And then I just kind of broke it down step by step, like step one, upload it to YouTube, step two, upload it to Facebook, you know, add the subtitles. So it's like broken down step by step to where to do a whole week's worth of content to, to put it on YouTube, Facebook and Instagram. I mean, it's like maybe an hour's worth of work. It's really not that much once you get that plan in place and you know how, yeah. to, how to do it. So that's, right. yeah. I mean, that's, that's what's been big for me where I can just sit down with that checklist and just just hit it every time. Right. You know what the key there as well is you documented that process. So when you get to the point to where you bring staff on to do these things for you, you already have a training manual. You already have something for them to follow. Right. One of the biggest pieces, especially business owners fail with, is documenting every single thing they do step by step. So that way, when you need to hire, you've already got it down. It's not, what do I do? It's, oh, I already have it organized. This is what I need. This is what the job description looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where people fall off. I mean, if you don't have it organized... There is too much to do and too much to remember. And that's where, uh, I mean, everybody listening right now would agree. It's like, well, I used to do that and it worked really well. Why did I stop? You know, it's like, I forget, I forget why I stopped. And it's because something else came along that you had to put your effort into, but you didn't have a, a, a plan in place to make sure the stuff that you've already implemented stays implemented. Yeah, which is huge. Yeah. So I think your next steps are organizing that call to action around people who are paying attention to your content and then taking your content and trying to get it in the hands of people in your community. So maybe you guys do a really cool video that talks about nutrition or health or motivation or like some sort of movement-based thing and you get it in the hands of like a, a local group, like a, maybe a physical therapist or a chiropractor or something. Say, hey, we've got this great content. We'd love to feature you on a piece one of these days. And then uh, you go and you do a cut with them and then they share it to their whole network. And now you've established strategic partnerships with your content. So it's not just you guys, it's you guys finding other people in the community. And then it turns into, hey, why don't we do a workshop together? And then you guys pull in a workshop and you leverage both your networks to bring everyone in. So mm-hmm. it starts with the base of content and then builds out from there and then turns into offline marketing. So now we're doing local business development. We're making strategic partnerships and that's another big piece. It's Facebook is important, but it can't be the whole strategy. And when you look at it, the digital marketers right now and Facebook experts are a dime a dozen, but strategists and like brand strategists are the ones who you really need because they understand that long-term potential. They understand like setting you up in steps. So get your content ready, get your content organized. Okay. Now start putting it out. Now go make strategic partnerships, call the actions on social and organize some sort of workshops. And then you've got yourself a plan that's actually going to propel you to success long-term. For the win. For the win. (laughs) I love it. For the win. Well, this has been fun, Joe. Anything else you have you'd like to tell everybody on this live broadcast? Yeah, just come up with a plan, write it down, and execute. That's it. Yeah. What do you think is the most important thing for people to do if they watch this and they're like, well, I watched it, but I don't know what to do with myself. Just get your staff together, sit down for an hour and just figure out one thing that you want to talk about and jot down three ideas. And then you got content for the next three weeks and then just 
just sit down and just videotape it, you know, just start a camera rolling. And I mean, we started doing a bloopers reel too. So I've got a, a videographer that comes to the gym and he's, I'm going to give him all this footage. He's going to put together a bloopers reel. So who cares if you screw it up, <laughs> yeah. just push, push record. And eventually you're going to get a video that you can post. It doesn't have to be perfect. Our videos aren't perfect. Uh, you know, most of them are one take. So if we stumble on our words a little bit, so what, who cares? Just put That's it right. out there. Yeah. yeah That's good. a really good point there. Yep. It, everybody always says, oh, I have to produce one video a month that's pristine quality that costs me $9,000 and professionally produced. I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't get that crazy with it. Yeah. Just open your phone, point it at your face and start right. talking or whatever you're doing, point it at that. And then one yeah. and done. The more, the more you shoot it, the more you get frustrated, the more your words don't work. And the more likely it is it's going to not look as sincere. I think that's an important part of what we do too is, is it's all about – setting up for success. And so if you have the capability of professional gear and someone coming in and doing it, then we need a little bit of a strategy around that. Uh, if you don't, then the strategy needs to be around what can everybody actually do for technology and don't try to do something you're not capable of, or it takes if it's five hours to cut a video and you get scripts and all this stuff. It's probably not your segment that you should be doing. You know, like it should be whatever you talk about, it should be something that if, if I just, went live and pointed the camera at you and said, Hey Joe, talk to me about leadership. You're just going to be on, you know, like, because it's your thing. And if, and if it's not your thing, you're going to be stumbling and not, not, you know, not sure what to do and doing a hundred takes because it's, that's not what you should be talking about. And that's uh, something else. I think every like you know, as an action item is don't, don't try to be something you're not, don't talk about something you're not good at. Uh, it won't come off as authentic and, real, you know, and people won't connect with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's huge. I always find people that say, how do you open your phone and just talk? I'm like, because I talk about what I know. If you ask me something like particle physics, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to tell you, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> then I'm going to stumble over my own words. So stick with your strengths, leverage your strengths and understand that's going to, that's what's going to make you shine. And that's, what's going to make your content really good, sincere and humanistic. If you have a, you know, I think maybe it's, how old you are, but if you were a big, huge Star Trek person, you probably could talk about particle physics. Ooh, that's true. Just saying. Let's, let's, let's think about it. <laughs> new, new Star Wars movie coming out next month. What do you guys feel oh, about that? I think that's going to be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Their be... marketing's been on point. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know what's funny? I haven't seen a single thing about it. I must I not be a demographic. <laughs> no, I, have, I haven't either, right? Oh. <laughs> but you want to know what's so beautiful about it? We haven't seen anything. I know I, I haven't. You just said you haven't. Uh, and I'm a big Star Wars guy, right? So I knew it was coming out for – I only saw it once. I know in December it's coming out. Like that's how good their brand story is, right? <laughs> that's true. It's like, they only have to say it once. It was probably the last one a year ago that said next year, this time. Right. And I've been waiting for it ever since. <laughs> how, do we, how do we do that? How do we say come to the gym once and then everybody once. comes to the, I, I think you have to start back in the, in the mid seventies. And yeah. I think you have to <laughs> just, <laughs> I think you have to be consistent. Yeah. You, you need a 40 year brand story <laughs> and hopefully a retirement plan at that point. Right. <laughs> Maybe a couple Jedis and lightsabers. Yeah, I think Could, George Lucas is going to be okay in retirement. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think he retired forty years oh, ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just sits in his chair and watches. Now he's like, "Ah, oh, look what I created! Yeah. Everybody loves it." That's right. Good stuff. All right, this has been fun, Joe. Any last words for people watching? 
Nope. Just get it done. That's what I get like. Get it done. Yep. If you don't have time, you have time to fail. That's what I always right. say. That's right. All right. Uh, this has been a pleasure, sir. Thank you for coming on the show. Yep. We Thanks, will guys. see you guys maybe tomorrow. Who knows? Because it's almost daily with maybe. your host, Chandler, and the, the Dave, Dave Picardi. The Dave Picardi. <sighs> and the crowd goes, let's go, Boston. <laughs> let's go, Boston. Okay, we're shutting this thing down. We're out of control. <laughs> Picking up the pieces from the